pew, 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 pew. Wasn't that a neat thing on the iPhone? Dude, yeah, how'd you come up with that? Uh, I saw it on the internet. Cute. If you if you text your buddy pew pew, uh, it what what is it? I don't even know There's how to lasers. It. It's lasers. Oh yeah. All over everywhere. And it vibrates your phone, your phone. I know vibrates. I was freaking out. Oh yeah, this thing is possessed. I saw that and I was like, I know who needs some pew pews right now. Pew pew, pew pew. <laughs> hey everybody, this is While I Talk, I'm Dan. I'm Will. Um, beginning of June. Beginning of June. Just my favorite. Honestly, I can't. I'm, I miss Why is it so attractive to you? Because every day you feel like you're going to crush them, but every day you're going to, there's the potential to crush them in like a completely different situation. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. And so I think uh, it really feels like if you pig- figure out the puzzle of the day, dang it. That's okay, keep going. No, it's keep going. It's embarrassing. It is a little embarrassing. I'm going to try not to say troubleshoot this episode. Well, how are you going to troubleshoot that, Dan? (laughs) I listened to it. I think I said it four times. A couple episodes ago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I caught myself at the last one. The last one was like, troubleshoot, figure it out. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Every day is a little bit different, and every day you can have a, a great day doing something different. Right. Even the doubles. I've been doing lots of doubles, and uh, the morning to the evening is, is night brand and day, new. Night and day difference. <laughs> <laughs> you hear them? Yeah. Somebody's going out there. Goose startling. Uh, we're, this is just good fishing season. Right. And it's very summery. It's warm. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a real lack of wind around here. We really have. Um, which is good for a few things, um, and it slows down a little bit of the others. But it's all, it's still the beginning of June. Fish are still wanting to eat. And I've noticed our fish are unbelievably plump right now. Yeah, yep, chunkers. And a lot of the bigs are... Big. Yeah. Yes. Um, Full, full, full. Yep, a lot of bait around the fish I'm finding. Uh, I have stopped on a couple spots... Where I was like, God, I didn't see too many when I drove over this, but there's a pile of bait here, mm-hmm. and that's paid off. Um, I, I'm sure you just sort of, especially the offshore stuff where you're imaging. I still don't trust my imaging on the big, the big boulder piles. The sides, piles. you mean? Side the image? side imaging, yeah. yep. Um, so if I see a bunch of bait, you know, if you drive it two or three times with your 2D and your, your DI, you still could miss them by just like 10 feet. Right. But if there's a bunch of bait around, there's been fish around. I, uh, I've noticed that I'm, I'm paying a lot more attention to my down image when I'm, when I'm driving around because you can see, I, I think fish that I would have missed on sonar, mm-hmm. I'm definitely, for sure like they look on my sonar like a rock mm-hmm. and then I see the separation on the down image and that's made a, that's made a huge, huge difference in my pers- perspective. For sure. Uh, especially you can, it's pretty neat to see because you can visualize what's happening on the DI. You'll see big, big boulder. Yep. And then there's like a f- three-foot gap, big, big boulder. And on your 2D, that all blends together yep. into one big blob. But on your on your DI, it's big boulder, walleye, walleye, big boulder. Yep. And that it makes a big difference. I found myself finding areas, too, where... You know, I, wouldn't, I won't see fish on every spot, like on, on, the, whole, on the spot as a whole but I'll get into one portion of it 
and there'll be six of them mm -hmm. all in a group. Yep. And those fish have been really mobile. And I just thought that was a little bit odd. Yeah. The DI definitely helps you. And maybe it's just a, a shift in my perspective or my, my processing. Because right now you, it's not about finding a couple walleyes. Right. You want to find a bunch of walleyes. Yep. So the DI, you can really like count them out. Like, okay, I went over seven walleyes right there. Yep. All tight together. I think that's probably worth getting back over that, that pot of fish. Right. Or on your side imaging, you know, like, okay, there were 30 walleyes spread out over a 50-yard stretch of water. I think I want to fish that. Whereas the 2D, it was more like, oh, there's a couple fish around. And it really is just like a luxury of the time of year, I think, where you're looking for what's going to really be worth my while. And Whereas, not wanting the nickel and dime, like one fish here, two fish, like. And you get later in the year, and that's what you have to do. Yeah, right. Yep. Sure, you might get lucky and land on a pod, but um, yeah. generally it's not going to hold true. Right. So this is, I guess we're doing the weekend uh, review. We're going to do, we'll do weekend review, uh, listener questions. Uh, there's shirts at Woman Lake Lodge. Oh, yeah. Available for you. Yep. Uh, they're stocked up, and. Oh, by the way, they've got homemade donuts. Stop in, get yourself a shirt, get yourself a whole bunch of donuts. Bingo. And, uh... I don't know how it gets any better than that. Right. Wally Talk t-shirt, homemade donuts. That's pretty good. Man. Pretty good combination. Reorder on the way, going with a slightly different color of gray. Now, do those come with the adjustable bottom over the tops? You can do that, yep. Do they, they come they... with clips so they don't just fall down? No, I'm not, I'm not giving people clips. They're going to have to find their own clips. Let me tell you what, Dan. If I'm going to show the midriff, mm -hmm. I'm going to show it. I, that's fine. You just have to provide your own clip. Fine. You want walleye talk clips? Jeez, nah, man. No, that's a good business idea. <laughs> what else do we got on tap for today? You know, those could double as a chip clip. Ooh, yeah. See, now we're really making headway. Uh, so listener questions. Uh, bugs, how they affect our lives. Talk about some bugs. That's coming up pretty soon. That's pretty exciting stuff. Anything else on the menu? That's all we've got right now. We're gonna, all right, and then we'll just we're we'll just, just go free. On a rant. All right, we're gonna free ball it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's hear from Porter Duck. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-Duck.com. Porta-Duck.com. Find your local Porta Duck dealer today. Porta-Duck. So I know we touched on it, um, but how was your full, like, give us the full week in review. I know we've touched on it here right away. This is, like, the reason I'm so happy and so optimistic is that fishing is great. I have no complaints about it. Um, not to say I haven't had a couple. I had one day, I was like, oh, I would like this one back. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't on Leech. Leech has been awfully friendly. Um, and there's a little a, particular, a little particular, but really that's what you want, right? If right. you're, and I, if I get a couple and right now I can get a couple strung together where the day is solved. And if I have two days or two trips in a day, like then it's almost like we talk about with crappie fishing where you're kind of on autopilot yep. a little bit. Um, and so having it be a little particular, having to change things up, uh, is good. 
the one thing missing from my life right now is a shallow jig and minnow bite. And we're I not, just I think we're gonna, think we're we're gonna be done. Gone. Yep. We're maybe, gonna try it tonight again. Week, maybe. Maybe. That all depends on fish that are sitting in a little bit deeper water with proximity, like with close proximity yep. to shallow water, if they'll move up, and that really depends on the wind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Leech Lake has been great. That's where I've been most of the time. I might as well just like rent a place at Pikedale Lodge. Great Food burgers. Awesome. Great burgers, man. Unreal. I've just had them like three times day. this yeah. week. <laughs> it's awesome. And uh, you know they've got that little. They come with a cup <gasps> with the sauce for your chips. Yeah, dude, for the chips. For the chips. The chips go right on the burger. You know what's on oh, the? Yeah. You know what else goes on the burger? The sauce. The sauce. You know that Sally makes that? No, she doesn't. She, that's homemade sauce. No way. Yeah, yeah. God bless. God but bless Sally. Just Myers. my one of my favorite places. <sighs> it's been a lot of guide work going out of there. Me, you, and George have been there a lot. A this, lot. Uh, last ten days or so. Well, that's good. That's mm-hmm. really good. The the one that I want back is a day from Woman Lake, where I was on leech a lot, not on woman, and then back on leech and had or back on woman, and I had a hard day, and uh, I, I don't think I can blame the fish. I think it was me. I did like my milk run of the spots I had fished ten days ago, yep. and didn't feel like I. I, sh- I needed to get outside of where I was going and start just looking for good pods of fish, and I didn't do that. So I didn't, I had a bad day because I wasn't over, I bet I was over 10 walleyes all day, and it wasn't a real fishy day, so uh, we caught one. 10 wasn't enough. 10 was not enough. So that's my week in review. Uh, as far as what I'm doing today, caught one on a spinner, caught a bunch on bobbers, uh, jigging a minnow still, Lindy rigging a leech. That's it. Have not caught a fish on a night crawler yet. Even Have you on tried? A, yeah, on a spinner, on a windy rig, on a windy rig with a floating jig. Just trying all sorts of weird stuff and haven't caught one on. Oh, on a bobber in a, in a night crawler. Did you wacky worm it just like Matt taught you? Nope. nope. I did Beautiful. half a crawler threaded on to the jig head. I could see that. Yeah, really nice. How about you? Week, week in review. How was it? So league started up. Oh, yeah. And uh, first week of league, we were on leech, and we had, like, my first fish was a 26 and three quarter. Next (laughs) cast, I got a 26. I was like, we're sitting all right. Pros. Dude, and we had uh, our smallest one was, like, 21 and a half or something like that. I was like, dude, we we got a pretty good poundage here, you know. And uh, we ended up with 27 pounds, and then all of a sudden, here rolls in the sheriff, Bob Landerville. Was he in his police boat? Is that why he... Is he pushing people off his spots? Basically. You, you see a guy like Bob, you, you, give, him, you give way. Yep. A little tip of the cap. And, yeah. Thanks oh, I, for, guess, I guess maybe they're biting 30 feet away from the reef. It's time to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes in. He had 29 pounds. <sighs> beat me by two pounds or a pound, whatever it was. So when I beat you by a pound... You were like, oh, it's just one bite. I had one shake It was one bite away, but I didn't have the bite. To beat Bob. To beat Bob. But when Bob beats you, you're just like, oh, he's just so much better than me. He when, is. When I beat you, you're like, I should I should have had I had one bite if I hadn't. I would have beat him. I, well, the difference was is in the moment you're thinking of, I had a fish that would have put me on top get off just outside of net range. 
That's the difference. Well, no. I didn't have that fish. That same day, I had four fish that would have put me like six pounds ahead of you get off. Yeah, but you were already winning. You already won, <laughs> so shut your mouth. Okay? What, are we just rubbing salt on wounds? Is that what we're doing no, today? No, no. Right, you remember that MWC? Yeah, man? I was going to say. You remember how bitter you were after day one? You were bitter. I, I couldn't even hang out with you. You were so through bitter. The whole, through the whole thing. It was a good day. I, yeah, I, I was very happy for you during the MWC. Thank you. I think one difference, though. We, we, let's not argue. Let's not bicker. No, you go ahead. No, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, our responses to good tournament showings are slightly different, don't you think? Well, they certainly are. <laughs> well, like, my response is usually like, yeah, we had a pretty good, we had, we, things turned out in our favor. And yours is usually, I am the greatest. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. I try. <laughs> it could be so much worse. That's me trying to be humble. Trying to tame it down. Oh, yeah. I could be I could be the worst. And I would say that over the time I've met you, you have definitely, like, reined it in a little bit. I'm trying to. Try not to be such a douche. You're not. You can not. be. You're one was, of my favorites. I can be. Um, moving on. So we fish leech. I've been on leech a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been pretty good. I mean, it's slower than it was last year, without a doubt. You go out, like for me, you know, most of the days are between, you know, 8 and 12 fish. Um, where it was not, that was like a pretty mediocre day a year ago today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of that is just because of how it's progressed, the lack of wind, the little water. You name a whole bunch of things and that's probably it. Yeah. But that being said, I'm pretty happy with the way it's going. I would agree. Um, and I think mostly I'm thankful that it's in our back door. Right. You know, like Leech Lake is a fantastic fishery. And we, right now, we are like five and a half miles from it. I can't believe the size of the keepers yeah. we're getting. Yeah. And they are just plump. Mm-hmm. And you set the hook, like I had a customer set the hook yesterday, it was like big fish. No, it was a 19 and 7 8. <laughs> and the thing was just on fire. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is pretty sweet. Yeah. And every one of those 19 and 7 8 makes me really 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 miss the leech lake classic because mm-hmm. that's what our side has going for it right if we fast forward a couple weeks you and i are going to be struggling and the west side guys are still going to be catching fish um but as we've mentioned before our they just they're they're living large on the east side if they can figure out how to not get eaten <laughs> over there uh, they're big fish yeah pretty sweet so we had league again this week, mm-hmm. and we went to one of the Longville Littles. And how are you running league this this year? So five you, weeks. Five weeks. You bookend it with Leech and, and what's Winnie. and Winnie this yep, year. Yeah, Winnie is at the very end. Gotcha. Um, which is going to be fun. Winnie's mm-hmm. a terrific fishery, which is on fire right now, and nobody's going. Yet. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah. I've not, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, about that's because there's nobody there. <laughs> Winnie's a vast open expanse of water that nobody's fishing. Full of walleyes. Wailing on them, yeah. Pretty pretty crazy. Um, but, yeah, so we're fishing the Littles, and we head out there, and within a minute, I caught a 17-incher. I was like, sweet, we're on the board. Mm-hmm. Caught, like, five other Littles. But about a minute later, my partner Eric, boom, 30-inch pike. That one Ooh, big fish. Nice. Like, yeah, all right. Um Anyway, so it's 
later on in the day, and it's getting pretty tough for us there right at the end, so we make one last move, one last try. We got 10 minutes. Boom, I catch a 26 and a quarter. I'm like, and a 17, you know? Like, right. we got eight pounds. We're doing all right, you mm-hmm. know? You know, this is probably good for some some good points. And we get to the access, and everyone's got a smile. <laughs> hmm what's going on here? So I get my clipboard out, and I start taking measurements, and, you know, there's a... First, first guy come up, it was a 24 and a half inch. I was like, that's a nice fish. That'll get you some points today. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there was a 24 and a half caught, a 25 and a half caught, a 26 and a quarter, a 27, gets better, 28 and three quarter, which was the biggest fish of league ever until a minute later <laughs> when I weighed a 29 and a quarter. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which you're not weighed. Where's the catch photo release? So when right. he measured a 29 and a quarter. Jeez. And the guy who got the 29 and a quarter caught the 27. <laughs> That's quite a day. On a, 17 pounds for, for two, fish. two fish. On a 1,200-acre lake. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty, uh, pretty awesome. I guess they were biting pretty good. They were, they were really snapping. I Lives guess. up to its reputation. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about the littles around here is high-quality fish, and you know, sometimes it's a little tougher to catch, but, man, really can really can pay off big with some big fish. Yeah, and they do, uh, well, we're, we're just bragging about Longville now, but leech is great. I wouldn't want to only guide on leech. Right. Even if I could catch walleyes all year on leech, I still wouldn't want to only be out there because I really value the 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 stuff on like the outside of catch and fish those little lakes provide a, a far different experience than than leech that gives you like the pardon the, me being cliche here but it gives you the up north feeling for sure we've got some of these lakes that have very few cabins on them yep very beautiful shorelines clean clean water mm-hmm. and really a good time yeah actually when i feel like i'm going to be able to combine a good walleye bite with one of those smaller lakes, those are the ones that I get super excited about because, mm-hmm. like, this is a sweet experience that I'm... Leech, obviously, is can pretty consistently at the right time of year provide g- lots of bites, lots of big fish, take a picture, whatever. But when you can tuck them back into one of these one of these little gems yep. and, and put together a 15-fish half day, <laughs> like, life is pretty great. That's, that's a... That's worth more than a 30 fish day on leech. Right. Because that just means that you have really done your homework. Yeah. You know, that's where being a guide pays off Mm -hmm. because your experience is all coming together to to provide one of these. And as far as the consumer goes, I hope they know how lucky they are to be the one, two clients a year to land on the gym. Yep. Yep. The problem with that, though, is you usually make a return customer and then... Like, they're like, I want to go back to Lake X. And you're like, well, that was kind of special what we did that one time. I right. can't do it every time. Right. But And it's not like you're never going to have the same return if you do it a year after year after year. Right. It, it just doesn't line up that way. Yeah. It does. It can't. No. You hit, you hit it perfect, whether it be like the moon or the weather or whatever it was. You hit it just perfect where all of these fish bit. Yeah. Um, is that, we're, we're really ranty today. Is that, that's the week in review. Anything else you want to add to it? Uh, shirts for sale at Woman Lake Lodge. That's about, yeah, I guess that's it. We should probably take a break. All right.
This episode of Wally Talk is brought to you in part by The One Stop in Longville. The One Stop in Longville has got a great selection of float coats for you. So if you're out in the boat and you're without a float coat, go to The One Stop. They've got a great selection of full throttle neoprenes. They've got the inflatable, like when you fall in the water, they go and they keep you from sinking. They got, one, they got those too. Uh, from all sizes, from infants all the way up to giant humans, they, we got you covered. Uh, and we're back. Hey. Uh, listener questions. Got we've got two today. The first one out of uh, no pun intended left field. <laughs> we had a gentleman ask us if we were could be a professional athlete. Which league would we play in? Now I think I'd like to take it a step further. I want you to really describe your role on the team. You know position. What you know. Are you are you at the t- you know are you the the best athlete on the team? Really go go into depth on this. You got it, Captain. All right. Okay. Well, keep in mind that you're still Willie Naylor, and you'd like to fish every once in a while. Willie Naylor, here we come. Okay, here it is. I would be as much as I love to fish. I would love to play professional baseball. I love baseball. Yeah. It is the best sport ever. Yep. And I think most of it is because it relates to this fishing season. Yeah. It's part of my ritual. Yeah. That's one of the biggest voids I have right now mm-hmm. with my fishing season is on my rides home, I can't just listen to the twins. Yeah. And I always listen mm-hmm. to the twins on my way home. Uh, I, but anyway, I'm a huge fan of baseball. Love it. Um, and I think I would try to play for like the... I, w- I would play for the Mets because I want to be those, like Noah Syndergaard. I want the hair. <laughs> I want the hair so bad. It is awesome. And there's like three guys on the Mets who haven't. Mm-hmm. And I would just be the long reliever who doesn't get to pitch very often, oh my but God. I still have the hair. Right? Right. Yeah, that's me. I'm taking the league minimum. I'm still making a half mil. Right. And I have the hair. <laughs> I have it. And I, you know, I can't. I have terrible hand-eye coordination. I never hit a ball. But if you're playing for the Mets, you you don't. There's no expectation that you're gonna. But you get to try. I get to try. I'm gonna go out there swinging. Yep. And I'm just gonna go try and hit a dinger. Yep. I'm never gonna hit the ball. Yep. But if I ever do, it's probably going like 50 feet. <laughs> it's probably going there. And that's what I'd want to do. One of those seeing-eye singles right behind the shortstop. Bingo, or I'd beat it right into the dirt. Because you, tr- you unsuccessfully tried to uh, bunt twice, and now you have to swing. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it, more so than, like, my life here, it's just because I love the game. I hear you. And how about you, Dan? Honestly, you, like, peg. I swear to God, that was my, that was my answer. Because you want the hair? No, all right, Aww. not that. I wanted to be a middle inning relief pitcher because I feel like it's a pretty cush life. Right. Uh, but I'll change it. So, like, to tweak it a little bit, if you want a little bit of glory, right, if you're in the pros, uh, you're obviously, you've got some talent. Yeah. And there's not a ton that separates those middle inning relief pitchers from a closer. So I'll go ahead and take the, the glory position. There's a ton that separates them. You're, you're right. And Joe Nathan, you have to have a signature move, man. Joe Nathan. Yep. Joe Nathan had it. Yep. But I can't just give the same answer. So a closer is, is you're, you're dealing with a very, a very limited amount of work. Three out, three outs. <laughs> three outs. 
high pressure mm-hmm. and uh folks get behind their closer man oh yeah uh they they really more than most starting pitchers i'd say is they the the fans really enjoy uh watching their closers I feel work. like you're really eluding my question what is your signature move what's my signature uh scott erickson do you remember scott erickson you probably weren't even alive then. He was. You were born in like '91, right? '92. '92. So Scott Erickson was a pitcher for the Twins, and he was a glove like right over oh, the face yeah. guy. Oh yeah. Like you gotta you, smell it. You can just barely. You can barely see his eyes over the top. That that that'd be me. Would you match his intensity? Uh, Would you be one of those guys who gets out of the gets out of the the warm up? And just sprints to the, <laughs> no just way. sprints to the. <gasps> I, I I admire that, but I'd be gassed, and then I'd be dropping from sixty three miles an hour down to sixty two miles an hour. But on you're my lefty. Fastball. You're lefty. You don't need the gas. <laughs> you don't need the gas. You're pretty much a hybrid at the left. You know, being a lefty. Yeah. Sadly, though, that also means that we're not we're not fishing. So I think I'm gonna live uh, that professional baseball career for a decade, and. Uh, be real smart with my money. You think you can last a decade? Well, I guess you probably could last more only throwing 63. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd be just all out. I'd give me two years. Give me Tommy John. I'd be fishing every day. <laughs> Tommy John. I'll have Tommy John three times in my career. I'm actually going to switch from right-handed to left-handed. Don't you admire the, the pros that they, they obviously make their living in a very short period of time? Even a decade is a short period oh, of yeah. time. And then they... Uh, like Brian Robinson runs all over the place fishing Dude. bass tournaments, and I don't think he does that good. But giant hook sets. He's got. Uh, that's probably his problem. It's not a problem. He's bringing in like just bass lips to the judge. <laughs> like I think this was a six pounder. The tail was dis- is disconnected. <laughs> it's like a lizard. <laughs> he launched his tail. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, just live a happy life uh, fishing. And I'd love. To, I think I would still guide. My question is, who in their right mind would play soccer? Dude. Boring hockey. Mm. That's all soccer is. There's not even any knives involved. <laughs> These guys in hockey are running around with knives on their feet. I have a lot of respect for soccer players. What? Do you, what? Yeah. I never played soccer. I think they're r- ridiculous athletes, though. Well, yeah. They, of course they are. They run like 18 miles in, a, yeah. in one match. Yeah. But hockey players, this is like super dangerous. Next, next thing you know, somebody's sharpening up a stick and trying to javelin somebody. <laughs> it's one step removed from an all-out war. Uh, I fished with a kid who was gonna be. He was going. He was going to Canada to play in the junior leagues. No joke. Yeah, that'd be a fun life. That's legit. Smelly Ju- life. Junior leagues slash fight leagues. Like they go up there and punch each other a bunch. <gasps> Big city slams, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. We had a we had a, a, a uh, that was for you, Matt Alger. Was that who who said like keep the letter Kenny quotes coming? Oh yeah, Dude, that was for him. Oh yeah. All right. Um, next question from George Wells. Um, mental toughness. The, the mental the mental game of of the walleye world. It is just a total mind game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dan, what's your approach to you know? Let's say you're going out during the bad. You, what's worse than going out during the bad time of year, where you know, like your expectations are already pretty low. What about like during the fairly good time of year and being very and, and underachieving? Yeah, uh, we um, my customers this morning and I were talking about it because they fished with me yesterday evening, 
and we could do no wrong yesterday evening. <laughs> it, every spot had fish. Caught them on a bunch. We caught them a bunch of different ways. It was just like a very pleasant, easy evening of fishing, and we fished three to seven. <laughs> and actually, they were there early. I think we were we were on the water at like two thirty and quit a little bit before seven. And you just they just were biting. Yeah. Yep. And then this morning we we struggled. And so for those folks, they get like we. I didn't start with revisiting the spots they'd fished the day before because I was trying to um, diversify a little bit. We tried a different um, technique. I also was trying some spots that had been kicking out big fish because we'd already got their fish for the freezer. They couldn't keep any today. And uh, they, they saw it change, you know, and right. that, was, that was yesterday evening to, to, to this morning. Um, so th- they get to see it. And you have to really, uh, I try to hold off doing the you should have been here yesterday thing with folks. But you can, especially this time of year, you can have really, really easy mornings and then struggle in the evening. For sure. Or really, really good evenings and then struggle in the morning. And that's got to do with bite windows, right? So they're going to have, something's going to set them off where this bite window is going to happen for an extended period of time. You're going to have this bite window for four hours. Where instead of, you know, later in the season or earlier in the season, it's either going to be longer or shorter. Yeah, I do. But I, for right now, the, the real frustration comes from even if they're neutral or negative, it's still June. The water's still 65, 67 degrees on Leech Lake. Yep. You can get them to bite. So you really can. Like if you were able to just wheel through every single option, you would get them to go. You, you could solve it. So, like, the bite window thing, for sure, it's true. That's why I had, like, a really easy evening. Right. But today, I eventually you would arrive at exactly what those fish will tolerate, they'll eat. And I think it is, like, it's just, yeah, they're not eating, but if you put the right thing in front of them, you can get them to eat in early June. So that's the, that's the challenging and also really compelling part of this time of year. Whereas, like, in July... You do have to, not that you're checking out, but you have to accept the reality that they're not eating sometimes. And I, I don't think that's true for right now. I think you can convince them. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. You don't really agree, though. I can tell through your sunglasses you disagree. I don't totally disagree. But, so you're right. Where If you went through a whole, if you went through a tackle store and picked, Every option you could for catching a walleye, you could get these negative or neutral fish to bite today, right now. Mm-hmm. But we don't all have that at our disposal, nor do we have the time to yeah, check the, it all. The time is the, the real problem. So, in reality, even though there is a viable option, we don't have it at our disposal in a four-hour period a lot of time. Yeah. So, that's what I meant by bite window. Like, we have a certain bite window for rigging leeches, crawlers, minnows, jigging minnows. You know, the things that we generally do that generally catch fish, uh, or for you, the, the bobber rigging deal, you know, um, we have a certain amount of time to get that all through the day or to get that all packed in to try and get these neutral fish to bite. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I There's not you. a feasible amount of time or amount of lures to go through in that little half-day time frame. Right. If we had 16 hours, maybe, yeah. Right. Especially if you're going to do it right. That, yeah, and that's an important part of it because uh, 
the the truth of the matter is like you prep you prep like presentation one two and three maybe for the day jigging rod rigging rod spinner rod right yeah and then if you if you need to swap things out the, that's 15 or 20 minutes of downtime it's it's really not acceptable in under most situations to do that during a guide trip if i was not to say i haven't done it haven't taken the time to tie up three or four brand new presentations yep. but it's it's hard to in our profession to feel like we're doing making the right decision yeah right. yeah because how because we don't know we're testing a theory yep and it's a lot easier to just check another spot right so and and that's uh you know we a couple and if of we them. so if we spend the time to do that it's because in our professional opinion we think that's the right move and it might may seem like a big time suck to mm -hmm. the customers mm -hmm. but it's because we think it's what's right yeah and it is a gamble because you, you might pull that next thing over them and they don't they just snub that too right but look at that dog man the life of a lab it is 80 degrees outside it's laying in the sun yeah he's not really he usually doesn't like the heat but seems pretty happy Probably no mosquitoes in the that's sun. A, that's a bear chaser right there. That dog will chase, <laughs> chase bears all, all day. Which bear is best? <laughs> um, so just a little bit more on the mental game. That's why I like walleyes. I'm sure bass fishermen feel the same way about the things, those things. Especially smallmouth guys. Yeah, right. Which will usually eat a leech. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Or come August. You know what we're going to do? No live bait. <laughs> well, creek chubbing seasons, man. I've never seen a smallmouth in August turn down a creek chub. <laughs> Even like a 14-incher. They want it more than they want to breathe. That's why they're eating an 8-inch creek chub. <laughs> I just got to eat it. Um, um, that was a, yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to wrap it up. Okay. Do you want to wrap it up? No, I want you to wrap it up. Why don't I wrap it up? Well, thanks, George, for the question. Mental toughness. You know, it's funny is that George Wells asked the question about the mental game and how it messes with your head fishing for walleyes. Yeah. Peter Wells asked oh. about the Cousin Peter. Yeah, asked about the questions, uh, the professional athlete thing. Nice. Well, we're going to take a little break. And we'll be right back. That's it. Hey there, it's Lacey. This episode of Walleye Talk is sponsored by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. Father's Day is right around the corner, and we have a large selection of gifts that your dad will love, from tackle, clothing, drinkware, canned goods, and so much more. Want to let dad pick out his own gift? No problem. We also have gift cards that make the perfect gift for any occasion. We hope to see you soon, and as always, good luck out on the water. Bugs, 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 bugs. You know I don't know how anyone would rather watch Ants than A Bug's Life. Okay, there's that one scene with that big fat caterpillar. Mm. He's like, I'm a beautiful butterfly. And that's how I feel because I'm a big fat so. Mm. I feel like a beautiful butterfly. See, when I think about ants in movies, I think about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yeah. That would be a real sticky wicker. Did you see that movie? Oh, yeah. Were they? Yes. Of course they have. With the All guy right. from Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah, of course. They're, they've got an ant buddy right 
they, they make friends with an ant. Oh, see, then, I, don't, I remember this very differently. Oh, they make friends with an ant, and then that ant protects them from, like, a hornet or something. But in the process, that ant dies, and it's super sad. Never felt bad about an ant dying. But this guy was sticking up for the kids. Look at you go. Fighting off the bad guys. Bug season. Bugs all over. We, <laughs> we got ticks. We got mosquitoes. We got mayflies. We got... Black flies? Russians. <laughs> <laughs> is that really, a, is that really our main problem right now? I'm worried about it a lot, yeah. <laughs> scan, my, scan my boat every day. We're like I don't want the Ruskies to know. Like, they, I, I don't want them getting my waypoints. <laughs> you took Russians fishing a long time ago. Yeah, and I checked them for bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I asked each of them to swim. With all of their clothes on before they got in the boat. Man. It's just about bug season, though. Uh, next episode, right? Yeah, we'll for, probably, sure. for sure it'll be so we're trying. We're trying to get ahead of the game here. So what does that mean for the average? What, what does that mean for every angler? I don't, I still don't know. <laughs> I feel like it, it means a lot. It, it, it changes a lot of the things that are going to catch fish. Changes where fish are going to be. I think it influences, like, they're eating them, you know, so. Maybe, Softer baits. Maybe they don't, uh, maybe they don't want what you're getting them. But I. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> maybe they don't want what you, uh, what you're putting down, man. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I, they don't want a jig in the middle. That's what you're trying to say. Basically, I, I think that would be the one you cut out, uh with the bugs primarily is minnows um but i don't know what it i don't know the biggest impact i was up it like popped into my head at ten thirty at night i was getting ready to go to bed and then i texted matt and lee it's like what if it's not what if they don't like living in the bugs the density of life because think about this what your screen looks like during a bug hatch plum full barely can read through it yeah but you really can. You can see the fish. Even on, even on 2D, you can see fish if they do happen to be living in bugs or right. bait. But you don't. You don't very often see them right in the thick of it. And I wonder if it's not, besides that it's a food source for them, I wonder if they, they vacate areas that are full of emerging mayflies. Because they have to gill. They have to breathe that stuff in. Right. And it's got to be a choking hazard. I mean, think about their rakers. What if, they, what if it is potentially hazardous to get right. a mayfly carcass or an actual mayfly, mayfly emerger stuck on every one of those gill rakers? Right. They're going to suffocate and die. I don't know. I, they this are. Is just, it's, it's doomsday. It's, it's fact. I wonder if the walleyes have a doomsday vault. Right? Like those doomsday preppers, they've got a... Basin. I bet Wally's Those are the too. basin fish. Yeah, Those are the ones be. that are already in 45 feet of water. <laughs> nope. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the trench. <laughs> I'll see you guys in the fall. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a change, and I guess the, the real obvious on the, you know, folks think bugs, pollen spinners. Yep. They think bugs night crawlers uh and that stuff is true but the 
the why. Like, why is that? Well, the general thought is the is the soft bait is the best replicant for a, a bunch of bugs. Right? That's the most attractive thing you can you can come up with when they're eating something so soft. Mm -hmm. Maybe a smell thing. You know, like maybe a nightcrawler is similar enough in, in smell. I've heard some guys predict that that's maybe what, what's causing it. When you cut them open and they got a bunch of bugs in them, um, it's typically fairly close to the same color as well. Yeah, yep. So that could also be it. Right. It's going to happen. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to solve it? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna invest in the in pulling spinners. I, I pulled spinners a little bit, and I've done it with the equipment I have. Uh, I'm going to pull spinners. I'm going to pull these big brake. I've got an idea of pulling these big brake lines that uh, are near fairly deep water where fish generally are earlier in the season, and I'm going to try it. Um, I'm going to try and find areas that are friendly, long, big areas to pull spinners, try and make it happen, because we're going to have a long spinner season, I think, for the next, it'll be spinner season the next three weeks after, you know, a couple days, I believe, Yeah. in my opinion. Yep. We would hope maybe not, but I, I think you're maybe right. And, and maybe I'm, I'll enjoy it, who knows, especially I think, if I have the right equipment. Yeah, I think you, it, could be, it, it can be satisfying. Um, what I'm trying to decide is, with, I've got a 36 volt system now. I, I pulled them today with my Vantage, and it was like, oh, I can do this, no problem, you know? Did you like that better than using the Trova well, or than the, using the big motor? The problem is uh, bites and snags. What do you do during bites and snags as a guide when you're using the Vantage? So the bow mount, you can set it on, you know, you can use your autopilot to set it and forget it for the most part. Yep. Whereas the Vantage, even leaving that alone for a couple seconds when you're rigging can pull you off course. And it's not, a, it's not as big of a deal if you're rigging because somebody else still might get bit with the bait sitting there or jigging, not a big deal. But it can really throw, it can really tangle jam the, up the system. Right, tangle the heck out of what yep. you got going. So are you going to, if you do that, are you going to embrace that everybody, every time there's a bite, everybody pulls in and then everybody sets back out after you get bit? I don't know. I like, I much prefer doing it back there. I was going to do it with my big motor, I thought. Mm. You know, because, well, I'm picturing there's a little bit of wind and I'm going to be able to put it in reverse and have it go 1.2. Sure. Because it idles down pretty well. That was my thought, but maybe I'm wrong. Because I don't want to use my advantage to do that because my, I mean, I've only got an 80 volt system. Yeah. And I, I want to have batteries at the end of the day. Right. I don't but maybe the, maybe the Trova is the way to go. I think it is. I mean, most of the folks that I know who do it well use their bow mount. Then you got all those lines back there. Dude, I don't want that stuff crowding my space. You That's the reason I got a tiller, so I, I can know. have my stuff in I my know. space. Right. Not everyone else's stuff right. in my space. Right. I want my stuff in my space. Do you, do you ever put your uh, outboard in gear when you're fishing? Yes. Do you? Yes. When, like when it's... When you're using... Using your trolling motors, you put your outboard in gear. I do when I'm going forward. Right. Because I've had it. I've had that become just, just a, a mess. <laughs> Take the prop off after. All right. You know, you, you, I, I try to do it right away because that stuff can be super bad for your lower unit. Yeah. But sometimes you just can't get to it that night. You know, you got an early morning. So you try and do it the next chance you can, and it's just a cluster. Yeah. 
just a crust. It's the worst. I feel like Taylor guys are not as good at doing that. Like I don't, well, well, council guys have to be. Oh yeah, they live with their gear in the back yeah, of their prop. All those lines are just like right at the prop all <laughs> the time. Stupid. <laughs> that was Dan. That wasn't Will. <laughs> Dan said it. Dan said that the council there's, guys were I stupid. Think there's not. a chance I might have a wheelboat in my future. Yeah. I don't know. You're gonna get into tubing. Maybe. Sweet. Graham. Graham might want a tube. Man. Good for him. Isn't that why your why his grandfather has a boat? So he can take him tubing? Oh, that's a great point. I know. Uh, it's yeah. not my job to take him tubing. We're fishing. This is a fishing family. <laughs> if you want a tube, you can do it on somebody else's time. <laughs> okay. Anything else on bugs? Um, yeah, so it's not just what's in the water for bugs. It's like you got to prepare for when you get on shore, too. Oh, God. They're so... Stinking bad right now. Mm -hmm. The mosquitoes, mm -hmm. mosquitoes, mm -hmm. are the worst. Yep. And you can't get away from them. Um, so bring plenty of bug spray. Bring, you know, long sleeves, especially if you got, if you're the type of guy who wipes his boat down at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Be prepared. Yeah. If you're up, that's that's a very good point. Even even the garage dude. I I'm like on. I'm moving as fast as I can at the end of the evening to get my, like, the work done because it, it's not very much fun. Correct. Um, I, had, I had an evening trip, a five to nine trip on Woman Lake this week. Yeah. And at nine o'clock, I had to clean fish. And at nine o'clock, I discovered that I was going to be cleaning fish on some pavers um, that were about 18 inches off the ground. So I was kneeling down. Oh, no, near the water. Cleaning fish, getting eaten alive. Were those yes. the fastest fish you've ever cleaned? I, I, I like, I apologize because there was, I had a couple northerns I had to clean, and one of them, I just said, this one goes in the garbage, guys. I'm really? Sorry. Yeah, it was like a, it was a real skinny fish, and I was like, I can't, I can't do anything with this. So, oops. Bugs are bad. Bugs bad. Um, I guess that's just... Uh, we got to take one more break. One more break is all we've got. Do we end the episode on a break? No, we got know, one, a I'm what joking. if or a would you rather. Joke, joke. All right, I'm up for the would you rather. But before we do it, I want to say a couple things about the folks at Pikedale Lodge. We've been living there, essentially. And as much as Carl can drive me nuts sometimes... The dude is the best harbor master or dock guy I've ever met. Mm -hmm. He does a excellent job there. And uh, if you're staying at a resort. Um, On Leech Lake. Yeah. But I'd say, like, yeah, I, we want everybody to go to Pikedale or Roman Lake Lodge. But regardless of where you are, uh, appreciate those people. They, they do way more than you might be aware of to take care of people's equipment, the really expensive equipment around the harbors. Carl is really, really good at making sure people's boats don't get messed up. Oh, yeah. And and uh, I've watched him in some pretty tricky situations navigate them really, really well. So I just want to say thanks to, thanks to Carl for that. And he also suggested, because we've mentioned that Carl and Phil have their own, their own podcast, and he wants to do a, a swap. <laughs> he wants to do 
while I talk with Phil and Dan. <laughs> and <laughs> Pike the, the Pike Dale podcast. podcast with uh, Will and Carl. Will and Carl. Yep. Oof. And, and that's gonna be loud. So that's what <laughs> that's what we thought. Like, if that happens, if we were to do that, the Phil and Dan one would be like, "Hey, you want to listen to a little light fishing talk before you fall asleep? <laughs> listen to Dan and Phil." <laughs> That'd be like your Sunday drive home. Yeah, right. If right. you're ready to go, Friday drive up, listen to Carl and Will. Right, right. And on the way home, just to keep you chilled out, some Phil and Dan. And he actually called you Willie Dog and Phil, Philly Nailer. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. That's uh, dynamite. All right. I'm up for a, is it a would what you, if? Oh, would you rather? It's a would you rather. Would you rather, Dan? Would you rather spend your season, A, fishing for salmon in the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> or B, fishing tuna on the Atlantic? Oh, boy. Right? I've been watching Wicked Tuna, man. Sure. It's a tuna, bro. Yeah. Dude, so, so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Nothing gets you more fired up and watch it. watching a mark. Wamakin. Wamakin. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I, I gotta think about it a little bit. Right, I had time. I had an answer right off the bat, uh, based off of my personal interest. I'm trying to figure in finances a little bit because uh-huh. I know those turna. Bingo. Bingo is right. Dude, they catch some. There's like they catch twenty twenty thousand dollar fish. Right. Not just like a bunch of fish for twenty. One fish, twenty grand. Right. Hmm. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't think I could do... I don't think I... I'm too sensitive for the East Coast, dude. They're rough out there. <laughs> they're they're rough on you. Oh, they're mean. And not not like... They're not going to beat you up or anything. They're going to they're gonna beat up your feelings. They're going to razz the yeah. Jesus out yep. of you. I don't think I'm built for that. you got to have a hard interior. I think I'm a West Coast guy. Understood. I think, I think the, the, the folks, the community, and me would, would line up better out there. And I feel like maybe a northern Minnesota fishing guide, that carries a little bit more weight in the northwest than it does on the east coast. I feel like the east coast, they'd be like, get out of here. What does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? So, yeah, and I also think the, I think I'd like the chase of of salmon. Definitely more bites. Would you say it? Say it. Salmon? There you go. Uh, Yeah. I think I'm I'm going northwest. Nice. What would I have to do to get out there? I'd have to make sure my mom knit me a hat, right? I'd mm-hmm. have to have a knitted cap. You'd definitely need to bring your Hodgman. Definitely need the Hodgman. Definitely going to need the Hodgman. <laughs> yep. um, that was the appeal kind of the East Coast, too. It's a lot warmer. Sure. Um, not nearly as wet. Right. Um, and the payout could potentially be better. I, I hear you. No, I think I'm, I'm up in the Northwest. I can deal with some rain. And bears. Bears all over the place. That's why I got a bear dog. Rawr. Good Still dog. Still land in the sun. <laughs> I find that hard. He's jet black, just pounding sun. So Maybe. I'm thinking Pacific Northwest. I'm pretty much prepared. My wife would do wonderfully out there. She could do. She could teach yoga to everybody, even the people who don't like yoga do yoga out there. <laughs> um, Sonny would be great. He'd chase bears all the time. I just need a knit cap. 
I'd have to just let my beard go. My wife would be okay Certainly. with me letting my beard go then. And, uh, yeah, I, I like that one. That sounds kind of nice. It's the dream. The problem with all of our dreams is they overlap with the dream that we're living right now. Oh, I wouldn't trade it for the dream I'm living right now. What we really need is the dream between, like, January and April. I think the direction we have to go is south. I'm going to Missouri. Are you going to Missouri? That's my plan. Go hunt a turka in Missouri? I think, I think Missouri for a couple months would maybe be nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, we can, we can preview real quick. Uh, I'm going to start fishing littles more. Uh, mm -hmm. Starting today, I'm going to get on the littles, uh, and I'm going to go try and do the same thing we're doing on a leech out there um, and try and get ahead of the game, I think, because we're going to be out there a bunch here soon, so might as well start now. Plus, the lake that we like to fish is going, I guess. So Nice. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I know a guy caught 17 out there the other day. Holy moly. He caught 17. One individual yeah. man. Yeah, so I'm like, mm, how do I get out there before Sunday? Wow. I don't think I can, but that I'm going to try really nice. hard. Yeah. Um, I think we'll still have good things to say about Leech the next time you hear from us. So if you're coming up this weekend, uh, I think things will be good. I th and it's going to be good no matter where you go. You can't make a bad decision right now, I don't think. Yeah. I guess I would agree. I've been pretty limited. I've usually been on a handful by this time of year. And right now I've been on two. Besides Cast Lake for Opener, I've been on two different bodies of water. Mm -hmm. um, fishing's going to be gonna be good. Read your day. I guess that's the biggest thing. Like Instead of doing what worked last year, which is a segment we kind of missed completely, uh, read the day. What is the day telling you the fish should be doing? And start with that. And then as, as the weather changes, I would adjust. Um, the wind is coming and going a lot these days. so It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. I've, we've had more glass days than I could ever remember. Mm -hmm. Yep. Read the day. Don't just bank on memories. If it, if it doesn't feel like you're going to be catching them in seven feet of water right now, you're not going to be catching them in seven feet Super of water. Super true. Super true. Right? You're not going to find a freak bite right now. Right. If it's telling you. It's too late for that. Yep. And uh, I'd have it all. I'd still have a bunch of spot tails. I'd still have, well, for sure have leeches and probably I've got a dozen. I've got a dozen night crawlers, a pound of leeches, and two dozen shiners. Yep. And I'm only fishing for four hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, that sounds like a great episode of While I Talk with Will and Dan. I'm Will. I'm Dan. Thanks so much. Good luck.